Hello. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for coming all the way over here. I'm so happy. Thanks for having me. Of course. You came across the whole country. The whole country <laughs> just for you. Just only for me. <laughs> uh, so that last song we heard is one of my favorites by you. Thank you. I love it so much because it's fun sounding, but actually like pretty serious yeah. lyrics. Um, but before we get into that, do you want to like explain who you are and... Yeah, um, I'm Disco Shrine. I'm a Persian-American Valley girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some people call me Persian Barbie. Yes, love that. <laughs> um, But yeah, that, I'm basically a pop artist. Nice. Yeah. Were you born in LA? I was born in LA. Nice, yeah. cool. Um, and when did you start playing music? I read online that you played like guitar and banjo is yeah. that true cool so um i started playing music when i was 16 i was i was kind of like a hippie back then like i wore long floral dresses that i got from the thrift store and like i had a big floppy hat and like it was always a running joke that you could never take the hat off me no one knew what my <laughs> head looked like underneath that's so funny it was cute i was definitely like a little indie kid and so i was really into banjo and um, I used to do a fun little like show set up for my friends where I'd play like banjo and I had a tambourine on the floor and I'd really? tap it with my legs. It was like, it was cute. But um, after a while, um, I realized I wanted to make different kind of music just because folk music is fun. But I got tired of like everyone looking really sad when I would <laughs> perform. <laughs> and I'd be like, I want to make people happy. Yeah. And so that kind of transitioned into me creating Disco Shrine. And cool. Yeah. So when did Disco Shrine, when did you start as Disco Shrine? It started um, at my senior year of college. So it was a few years ago is when it started. And um, yeah, I, the, it's gone through like a few different forms, but Up in the Air, which I released last year, is kind of when I fully started Disco Shrine, and I kind of consider that as like the real incarnation of it. Yeah. Do you consider yourself, um, I read from interviews like a few years ago, that uh, you consider yourself like an indie electropop artist? Um, I think that that's what it started off as. Yeah, because that's what like your first your first EP, EP is. Yeah. I'm definitely different. I yeah. think that my new music is so different from that. Yeah. And I don't even know what I would call myself. <laughs> I know. It's well, so hard. The, I mean, I, it's like music today doesn't really like have a label, which yeah. is like cool about most music. Yeah. But yeah, I just found that interesting If because I, I feel like your first EP was more like indie. Totally. But still like indie like it still was electro pop, but it was like indie Sit heavy also. synth. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like super indie. Yeah. yeah, my newer stuff I feel like is a little bit more R and B pop mm -hmm. kind of vibes. Yeah, totally. If I had to call it something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are some of your when you first started out? Like some of your inspirations? I guess, I guess more of your pop inspirations. Like yeah. what inspired you to kind of go into that realm? Um. So, I. Well, what inspired me to go into it or who yeah, inspired Actually, yeah, who? Or yeah. Both. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I was into that indie sound when mm -hmm. I first started. Like Passion Pit yeah. was huge. Churches. I loved all of those like indie sweethearts that um, ironically enough came out of Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Yep, <laughs> We're here did. right now. Um, but yeah, all of those people I really loved. And um, it's kind of weird. That's such a weird question for me. I feel like it changes all the time. Yeah. Um, when I first, I mean, when I was really young, I had so many different inspirations. My mom was like a classic rock, like sweetheart. So I grew up listening to 
U2 and Tom mm-hmm. Petty and like all of the classics. And then my sister was like a 90s kid and like she took me to Madonna concerts and like Avril Lavigne yep. and Justin Timberlake. Yep. And so I feel like I've gotten like a very eclectic like history growing up. Um, but now I think that the people that I still tend to love tend to be people that are kind of similar to me, but inspire me. So um, I've been listening to Empress of a lot. Love her. I love her. I'm seeing her in a couple weeks. Oh my gosh. With Take Maggie Rogers. Ah, I love, <laughs> that I love Maggie. <laughs> it's so good. She's just, I love her so much. Me She's too. been inspiring me a lot lately. And um, I think with my music, I, um, I just tend to do what feels right in the moment. And a lot of what I'm doing right now is taken back from what I used to listen to uh, with my sister. And it's like a lot of the 90s kind of vibes. And I've been really inspired by that a lot lately, even in like the way I dress. And I don't want to sound like... You fit right in Bushwick. I I don't want to seem like I'm trendy or like a cliche or anything, but it's just like what is speaking to my soul right now. And I'm like loving all these glittery sounds and like anything just like bright and pop and glittery like is feeding my soul and I think if it's feeding my soul it must be feeding other people's souls exactly so, exactly it's yeah. a, it's a good it's a good it's like one of those you know you listen to music to kind of distract yourself from everything else or yeah. put yourself in this like fun moment and so you're creating that moment that people are having fun and getting away from everything and going to your shows yeah, and, yeah that's what I want I want that moment good <laughs> Uh, speaking of shows, you've had a lot lately. Yes. Can you tell me a little about your touring yes. sketch? I so guess? I just went on like a cute little mini tour <laughs> <laughs> and it was really fun. It was I had um, it was a half DJ tour, half live shows. And I did a show in Chicago. Um, I went to Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., New York, um, Brooklyn. And then I'm about to go to D.C. on Friday. Nice. And then it'll be done. But it's been really fun. It's been so cool um, doing all these shows in just like oh, less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't envy my friends that do it. It's like definitely very difficult. It's I like, don't know how I don't know how you do it or how yeah, people do it. I've learned how to live out of a suitcase, which is <laughs> awesome. <Yep. laughs> um, but it's been really fun. I love playing shows and I love playing my own music and DJing is so much fun. And it's really cool going to different cities because every city has a completely different vibe as far as like crowds go. Yep. And I'm so used to playing in LA because that's where I'm from. So in my head, I'm like, okay, every crowd is like an LA yeah. crowd, but like, no, like <laughs> New York is definitely a, a whole like <laughs> other world. <laughs> I know. I played at um, like Soho House in New uh-huh. York and I thought it was going to be so like, you know, Soho House vibes, yeah, yeah. but everyone was actually so fun and That's people good. were dancing and I was like, okay, cool. Like I can get with this. Yeah. 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 I mean, your music is fun. You have to <laughs> dance you. to it. You can't just like stand still. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that like, I've learned like, even if other people are shy, like I don't need the whole crowd to dance. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Sometimes people are shy and they don't want to, maybe they're like self-conscious or mm-hmm. the room is not dark enough or something. <laughs> and yep. I, I don't get upset about it. I'm just like, I'm going to have a fun time no matter what, because even if I have a fun time, they'll probably end up having fun too. So totally. Cause you yeah. can see that on stage. Yeah. And what can people like expect from 
your live show because you post a lot of you performing live yeah. or reposting other people and it's it no looks secret. so fun thank you like it just looks like you're having the best time <laughs> which obviously i'm sure makes the crowd have the best time yeah my live shows are literally i live for them like if i don't do a live show for a while i get depressed mm -hmm. <laughs> Totally. But it's fun. I like to keep people, I like to keep the crowd constantly surprised. So I feel like I start off, I'm giving away my secrets. I know. I was going to say, wait, <laughs> I didn't get to see you Friday and I'm really sad. I know. No, give away the secrets. I'll give you the secrets. Okay. I basically start off pretty simple and it's like me and a drummer, maybe like another keyboardist or something. And then throughout the show, I'll bring different people and different artists in and out um, one thing that I love that I've been doing for a few months now is I have a sax player oh, Yes, and he's my favorite. His name is Steven. And I always introduce him. I'm like, this is my sexy sax player, Steven. <laughs> he's like super tall and like really muscular. It's great. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um, um, I always bring him on and it's super cool. Cause I actually don't have sax on any of my songs yeah. for the recorded tracks, mm -hmm. but it brings such a cool live element and it goes with the song so well. Like, I feel like saxophone and pop is just like, it should be a marriage. I was just going to say that. <laughs> saxophone and pop is like one of my favorite. It's like rare. I would say it was rare. And that, oh, sorry. Is the no, okay. <laughs> my gummy bear earrings are like yeah. tapping on the headphones. <laughs> I'd say like it was rare before, but like, uh, like, yeah. I like my favorite when I first like I feel like heard it was um Lady Gaga in like Edge of Glory. Yes. And it, it was there was like a sax solo. And I remember when it first came out, I was just like, I've don't think I've ever heard a sax solo on a pop song. <laughs> and there was something so good about yeah. those two sounds together. It's just so I mean, pop is like sex. Yeah. And like sax yeah. is also like it's sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something about it just is like so magical. And um, I feel like whenever he comes on, I never introduce him. He just comes on just in the song. Appears. I introduce him after, but he okay. comes on in the song and everyone's like, oh my God, sax player. What? what? <laughs> Where did he come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I always do that. Like um, I have, I love writing with people, like with my friends. I have so many friends that are amazing musicians. So like whenever I get the chance to write with them, I definitely do. Um, so I have a few songs with different features and it's the same thing like with every day, um, my friend Omeni who he raps on it and he'll come on and he'll like come and rap with me and like perform the song with me. And everyone's always like, whoa, a rapper, <laughs> like, what, where did that come from? <laughs> I like it. So you don't even introduce, they all just like appear. <laughs> they just from, appear. Like, the shadows. And then leave. But then afterwards I'll be like, hey, give it up for my friend. Gotcha. Yeah. And then um, I sent you a new song. Yes. That I can't I have, wait to play that. I know. I have. It's coming out soon. So you'll get the sneak peek. But it's with my good friend Magdalena Bay. I wrote it with them. And um, we just did our Santa Monica Pier show last week. And that was our first time performing it together. And it was really fun. Nice. We like have a little dance that we did for a music video. <laughs> and it's like we did it live um, on stage. And it's like the cutest dance ever. So fun. Yeah. That's, that's great. Your shows look fun from Instagram. At Thank least. you. <laughs> I always try. I always try and keep them as fun and high energy because that's what a show should be. Yeah. Do you get nervous before a show ever? Yeah, always. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't understand people that are like, I don't get nervous before a show. Yeah. It's just, it's like, 
if anything, I feel like that adrenaline and nerve is what like lets me kill it. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. But I always take a shot right before I go on. That's good. That's <laughs> that's probably the best way to be like, I need to. Oh, speaking of, we were just talking before about how your show last week, I think. Yeah. You had tonsillitis. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tell me about that. These things I feel like always happen to me right before I'm about to like do something important where mm-hmm. I need to be healthy. But yeah, I went to, I had my Chicago and SF show and then I came back to LA um, before I did the Santa Monica Pier show and I just got really sick and I had a crazy high fever and like my body was like not feeling good. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening to me? So I went to the emergency room and they told me got tonsillitis. Oh and I was like, oh my God, this is the one thing I can't get right now. I know now. exactly anything but tonsillitis. I know. And I told them I'm about to do a bunch of shows and I have to sing and I'm going to be traveling a lot. Like, is there anything you guys can do to help? And they gave me a huge shot in my booty. And, <laughs> I didn't and even know that would help tonsillitis. I know. Weirdly enough, it really did. Oh, I wow. feel like that shot got me through the LA show and the SF show and the New York show. Wow. And then I definitely crashed really hard after the New York show. But um, I'm really lucky. The tonsillitis was like a functioning form of it where I feel like I was still able to sing. And the only thing was I was just performing with like a high fever, basically, yeah. which is crazy. But yeah, that's that. I'm like exhausted thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I definitely put my body through a lot. But, you know, the show must go on. And I love performing. So canceling was like never even, it never even ran across my mind. That's great. Yeah. That just shows how (laughs) motivated and determined you are. Thank you. As a performer and person. I do it for the people. Exactly. For the people. (laughs) We want to dance no matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what would be like if you had like a dream tour? Who would be on like your dream tour? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Just picture it. That's crazy. Um, I am obsessed with Gwen Stefani. Oh my God, that is so funny that you say that. Why? <laughs> because no joke, I was listening to your EP on the way here. <gasps> yeah. And, you know, it was a little bit more like indie work we were saying. Totally. But then I was like, oh, there are so many elements of Gwen Stefani in this. Really? And, but I've never heard you mention her name in like interviews <laughs> or anything. So I was like, maybe it's just me. Yeah, there was something. I I forgot the song. But there was something that was about like um, like the guitar and you're singing. And it was like you were singing soft. It kind of reminded me of like her song Cool. Oh, oh my God, I and love Cool. Me too. And I don't know. I just was like, oh, it's very like Gwen Stefani-esque. <laughs> That's and, like the biggest compliment. Yeah, but like, I, it's so funny that you just mentioned her. I thought maybe it was just me. But. I've, I, she's another one of those artists that my sister got me onto when I was really young. And I've just been so obsessed with her my whole life. And when I started Disco Shrine, weirdly enough, um, my, the, the one thing I always used to tell myself before I started a show was channel Gwen Stefani. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's the best. She's, yes. And she's so fearless with her performances like she just doesn't care and the one thing I love about her is that a lot of pop artists are like they always like to be like the very pretty like perfect pop and she's not afraid to be ugly yeah which I love <laughs> totally especially the 90s no doubt like grungy Gwen yeah Stefani. I, it's funny I like I feel like I'm totally like I love being like grungy and like ugly and like 
like don't give a fuck kind of attitude yeah. on stage. I feel like that's so important to have, even if the music you have isn't like that necessarily. Totally. Yeah, because even her music wasn't always, I mean, it was, no doubt was. Oh, yeah. And then her pop, well, no, her pop is pretty unapologetic, too. <laughs> she's she's overall just a pretty much like a fearless yeah, performer. Yeah, she ain't no hollow back girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's fun. But that's cool. I definitely heard that in your music. Yeah. Um, what was one of like your uh, favorite places to perform? Um, That's a good question. So Santa Monica Pier was kind of like a dream come true for me just because my it's like Santa Monica Pier is iconic mm-hmm. for Persians. It just is. And I remember when my family first came to America, I, I was watching old VHS tapes of them. And that's like the first place they came to. Wow. Like they would always visit Santa Monica Pier like on the weekends. That's where they'd go and they'd hang out and they'd picnic and picnic on the beach and go down the Ferris wheel. It's just and even when I was born, like so many of my childhood videos are at Santa Monica Pier. Wow. So being able to perform there as like an adult so many years later and having my mom there in the crowd and wow. my sister there, I was just like, it definitely was a little bit of like a tearjerker moment for me. Um, so I think that was one of the most special shows probably. That's that's <laughs> uh, that's amazing that you were able to be there in kind of like a full circle moment and and take it in to be like I can't believe I'm doing this yeah it was so beautiful and like the sun was setting I played like right around seven it was just like dreamy and what your what would your mom say (laughs) my mom was cute she was I like totally embarrassed her (laughs) I was like this song I dedicated up in the air to her and I and everyone like looked at her when I pointed (laughs) and I think she was a little embarrassed but she was cute I could tell she was like really proud of me and yeah so it was a really cute moment (laughs) that is cute uh speaking of I guess that's a great segue to up in the air can you can we talk a little bit about uh the meaning behind that song yeah um, so up in the air, I wrote um, in at the end of 2017, I believe. And it was right after um, Thanksgiving. Essentially, I sat, it was as the whole like Trump election, all mm-hmm. that stuff was happening. And I sat my parents down and I realized that I'd never asked them like their story of how they immigrated to America And so I sat my dad down and I gave him like a very strong drink and I was like, (laughs) tell me everything. And I grilled him. I asked him like a million questions to the point where my brother was like, leave him alone. It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Like let the man relax. Like no. But I just kept asking him everything. And it was, the story was just crazy. It was like my, my dad, he was a political journalist and um, he was imprisoned in Iran for talking about the government, for criticizing it. And so um, he eventually had to escape and he escaped with my mom and they traveled all throughout Europe trying to find a way to come to America and he befriended someone high up in the government and their plane ride over to America was literally on a military plane where the seats were on the side of the plane. Whoa. And I was just like so moved by how much they had to do just to come to America and like everything they went through to get their family here for the chance of a better life. And um, up in the air just kind of like flooded out of me. It was the first time I got into a studio with my friend, Sam. He was like, what do you want to write about? Or do you want to write a song? We weren't even planning on writing a song. We were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And 
um, I was telling him how like emotional I was about it and it just kind of like flooded out. It was wow. crazy, but but up in the air is symbolic of that plane ride um, of them literally up in the air, but also figuratively, like once they got here, having to start a brand new life and everything being completely up in the air for them. And yeah. Wow. I mean, it's a beautiful <laughs> story. Thanks. And you can hear that in the lyrics and the music is, is still like pop. Be, yeah but, definitely but like you know you can hear the the depth in it yeah i mean i don't know what to say it like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes i hope so <laughs> yeah i know i i think that even if you listen to my old stuff one thing i always wanted was i never wanted to make like extremely sad music mm-hmm. disco shrine no matter what i always want people to feel good when they listen to my music but I can't help but be a sad artist. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can all have emotions. Yeah, know? I definitely write from the heart. And, um, you know, that song, it's like, I think I, we wrote it in like an hour. It just wow. was like, it needed to be said and to come out of me. And it did. And I'm really happy. That's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, and that was last year, right? You put that yeah, out? Mm-hmm. Was last, and then this year you put out All Right yes. with Unbloom. Yes. Who I love. That's how I found out about you. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And uh, I had him on my show last year, like a while ago. Oh, I love that. Was he in New York? No, I, it was a phone interview, sadly. I oh. haven't met him yet. Oh, so, I haven't met him either. It's so crazy. <laughs> I, I I want one day, my dream is that you guys will do All Right Live. Oh, and it'll be so great. With the sax, With the sexy sax player. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> kills with you. sax. It kills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know we've talked. I've told him he should come to LA. We should do a show together. He needs to. I know. We've talked about it. It's crazy. How did the collab happen with Unbloom? Um, so I, his manager um, reached out to me. Or actually, no. <laughs> Let me try and remember. So, okay. It's always funny with collabs because it's like, Sometimes it feels like it natural. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) I know it was so natural. But basically, I think through a mutual friend, we heard of each other. And then he reached out to me on SoundCloud and was like, hey, I love your stuff. Like, we should work together. And he sent me a song and I heard it and it was all right. And I really loved it. And I was like, oh, my God, this song is so fun. And um, I think at the time I was at South by and I was in the hotel room and I was just like, so inspired by it I immediately was writing to it so I kind of made a little voice memo recording and I sent it to him and I was like I, it was my idea for it mm-hmm. and it was the chorus it was like the ah and he loved it and so when I got back to LA I recorded it and I sent him all the stems and he's in um he's in London mm-hmm. Canada London Canada yeah. <laughs> every time he's like London I'm like oh you're in London oh no London Canada, Canada. Yes, yeah yes, yes, yes. He's in, which is where's London near? Is that near Ontario? I, I, I think Toronto. even when I interviewed him, I was, I was like, I don't know anything <laughs> about Canada, but yes, maybe near Ontario. Yeah, maybe we sound like not. I know we're horrible. Yeah. We're butchering it, yeah. but <laughs> it's up there in Canada. <laughs> it's, it's north. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, and then he. I sent him the stems and he put it onto the song and we had our little baby. I know. It's a cute little baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun one. And the, the, I always, I like the artwork and all the fun, like colors from oh, it all. Thank Cause you. he really like painted the, the picture of the song with like the yeah. pinks and the blues. We and the definitely fun. were like the, these are the, this is the color scheme. Totally. Um, it was cute. It was very fun. And when do we get to see a music video? 
So we have a music video that's shot and yes. it's same color scheme, Perfect. very pink. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it. You, did you put some like BTS and behind? I the put a little of, BTS okay. behind. Yeah, I'm like, I remember seeing. I'm something. horrible. I'm like everyone is like keep everything secret until it's released, and I just like what? I, I put love it all a out good there. BTS. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like come on. I have a lot more BTS too. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's so cute. It's like very pink and girly, and that's coming out soon. It's coming out in a few weeks. Woo! Um, but yeah, it's fun. It takes place. Um. It's, it was shot in LA, but it's basically the story behind it is just me and a bunch of badass women having a like pseudo sleepover fun vibe. Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> a bunch of badass babes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should be the theme of like every video. Agreed. Badass babes. It's like going against the grain because like sleepovers are considered like the stereotypical thing that girls do when they get together. So we're kind of taking that and like taking the power back and being like, F you, we can do that if we want to. And it doesn't have to be a stereotype. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Mocking the stereotype. Exactly. Oh, I like it. That's cool. So a few weeks. A few weeks. So excited. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Um, Are you is all right part of a future project that you're working on? So I have been writing a lot of music lately that I'm really excited about. Um, I've been writing with these two amazing producers, um, Wayne and Tadex, and they're based in LA, but they do a bunch of stuff with like uh, a bunch of other artists. And I'm excited because I have an EP. Yeah. So that I'm in the works of finishing up a few songs right now, but Hopefully I'll have an EP out, um, if not by the end of this year, by early next year. That's great. I know. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited. You said before the style kind of changed to more of like an R&B pop sound. Yeah, I think my my newer stuff is a little bit more, it's still upbeat for sure, but the vibes are definitely a little bit more R&B um, laid back kind of pop. Cool. <laughs> Do you have any, inspir- like, uh, I always ask about inspiration, but is there any artists that kind of inspired this newer sound? Not that you didn't have, like your music had some R&B-ish tones before, but is there any artists that you like that kind of inspired this new sound? Honestly, um, no doubt. Like totally no doubt. Yeah. Um, but see, I'm lame. I like the like slow no doubt. Yeah, songs. No, me too. Like I love I mean, I just like, said I like cool. That's like, Yeah, dun, like cool dun, dun. and like running and oh. like. Sunday yeah like I love them all running is just my running me too I love that song yes (laughs) that's one of my top no doubt songs it's so good I I feel like I've just been listening to that nonstop, and it's so weird I was actually in West Hollywood um a few weeks ago for dinner and I ran into I mean I didn't run into him I don't know him but Tony was there (laughs) okay He was there and I was like, for the first time, I feel like I don't get starstruck that much because I'm from LA. But for the first time, I was like, oh my God, that's like, he's like responsible for all of the songs that Gwen Stefani wrote about. Like all of her heartbreak songs are all about him. Imagine playing with the person that broke your heart. Imagine playing these like amazing heartbreaking songs and then you're (laughs) sitting there also like oh my god i read an interview that she would like write these songs and then she would send them to him and be like what do you think of this (laughs) isn't that so weird like i always read these things like like with like like fleetwood mac like stevie nicks and lindsey buckingham i'm always like they were like 
so toxic for each other, yeah. but then like playing together is so weird. I can't imagine. I really can't. I mean, I, I have some friends that, you know, are in bands with like who, people they used to date and mm-hmm. maybe they're not dating anymore. And I think maybe you just get used to it or it gets yeah, not true. awkward after a while. I don't know. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at some point it's just about like the music. Like yeah. at some point you probably like, it's hard to even hear your song because you hear every little like thing. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> After a while there, I think there's like a disconnect that happens sometimes. Yeah. So that's probably how they feel. Yeah. They're like it's just a song. <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't speak. is not just a song. It's, it's definitely like, not. It's like an iconic. It's the song. Yeah. The, the, there's no other. <laughs> there's no other song. That's cool though. Uh, so I was very lucky to listen to a, a new song of yours. Yeah. Off your EP. Are you allowed to tell me a little bit about, Yes. This song? Yes. And can we listen to some of it? Yes, you can listen to some of okay, it. Okay, <laughs> maybe like the beginning. Yes. Okay. Um, but basically this new song I'm really excited about. And it, I feel like it's a good follow-up to All Right because it's definitely just as empowering as All Right. Um, and it's called Power. <laughs> so pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> empowering yeah but it's called power and i wrote it with my good friends magdalena bay um and we just performed for the first time i told you yeah. uh san monica pier together and we had a dance it was super cute but yeah we um shot a music video for it already oh wow and oh you you're ready with this your... baby is ready to come out <laughs> and it's basically about it's about maybe losing yourself as an artist or as a human or as a person and feeling lost and like maybe you don't know the right direction to take, which I think all of us as millennials feel at some point or another, or like every other day. (laughs) (laughs) Every other, yeah. (laughs) And, but it's about, it's about just being like, you know, I have the power to change my future and I'm going to look within myself and tell myself that I can do it. And if I, you know, tell myself enough, like then I'm going to do it and I'm going to take the power back. Yeah, I like this. Is this going to be like the uh, maybe an overarching theme of your new EP? Um, Or do you have a theme for your new EP? Yeah, so definitely. I think that my go to music has always been like therapy for me, a form of it. Um, That's how I even got into it with the folk music. It was like me dealing with my teenage angst, basically. Mm -hmm. But um I think the way that I cope with it is always taking a bad situation and making myself feel empowered through it. So a lot of my music is definitely empowering. However, I do get a little bit more, I am a little bit more open with my songs on this EP and, and vulnerable. And I have a few songs where I'm definitely saying where it's definitely not me being like, it's going to be all right. Which I think is okay because yeah. it's not always gonna be. Exactly, exactly. It's not always all right, you know? And I think that's good for us listeners, uh, especially the ones who have probably followed you for a few years now since when, 2016 is when yeah. software came out. So I feel like it. I feel like it's good to probably hear this side of you, that, uh, a different side of you. Yeah, I've definitely gone through some heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear some of those songs. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so... We'll see. It's a good mix. It's a good mix. Cool. Well, I'm excited to play Power for everybody. I'm happy to premiere part of it now. Ah! So something that give them a little taste before the EP. (laughs) So here is uh, Power. 
looking, looking for the way In this bubble, lost, but it feels so safe We're playing, playing a game Make your move, make your move now Before it's too late Never been a believer in fate Know that I should break out of this cold haze Done waiting, I'm changing Make your move now Before it's too late That was a little clip of power by Disco Shrine. <laughs> ah, uh, I'm loving it. Yay. Loving it. When you sent it to me, I was like dancing a lot. Um, <laughs> it is very different than your other music, though. Yeah. In a good way. Like, it's it's a really good sound. Thank the, you. The beat was kind of, to me, reminiscent of like uh, Ariana Grande's um, Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Do you know that song? Oh, yeah, Break yeah, yeah. Up, which is actually from Sync. Did you know that? That's from. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I think it's from like, it makes you. Uh, I think it's makes you ill to see you still. So yeah, that's an oh, instinct beat. Does she sample? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I didn't even know that. That makes sense though because she brought them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, It was funny because I knew that and then when she brought them up at Coachella, I was like, that's so random. And then I was like, oh wait, wait no, it's, <laughs> it's not. not. Random. That's actually there. Yeah, so she sampled that. So that makes sense that if you're inspired oh by the 90s. Then it would <laughs> sound like that. It's <laughs> Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, loving it. Thank and you. I'm glad that I got to play it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Oh my God, of course. And I'm, I'm happy you like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love it. You better like it. I do, I do. <laughs> and I can't wait for to be able to play the whole thing one day. Yes, yeah, soon. Soon, so soon. <laughs> do, do you feel like LA is LA must be your your favorite city though? I'm it's like I'm such an LA girl. <laughs> what do you, what's, what's so, I mean, I guess it's hard what do to I describe. Love about it? Yeah. Cause I couldn't describe here either, but what do you love about it? Everything. Sometimes I, I like, I'm always, I've always been back and forth between here and LA. Like yeah. in terms of, I'm like, oh, I should go to LA. Like one of my best friends lives there and I'm like, oh, LA would be so fun. It's just like the weather is great. I mean, everyone always says that, but I think the biggest thing for me is I love my car. Like I'm obsessed with my car and having it. And whenever I travel, that's, I just love going back home and having my car. Yeah, It just gives me so much freedom. And I'm one of those weirdos that has like everything in my car. Like oh, I have. I, I did when I had a car. Yeah, <laughs> like backup clothes. I have snacks. I have like makeup. I have blankets in case I want to go to like <laughs> a park and hang out at a park. Like I just kind of have everything in my car. And I love being able to like, go anywhere like being able to go to a hike or go to the mountains or go to the beach or go to the city like all within like well now it's like within like an hour and a half because of traffic but yeah. <laughs> it's also close it's, it's so funny like it, it's such an also la stereotype it's like <laughs> the traffic because everyone's like love it. like yeah i love having a car but the traffic sucks <laughs> but at the end of the day it's la so. i swear i'm like from from LA so traffic is getting worse it like really is <laughs> like I anyone not this. born here get out of here <laughs> everyone is moving there I mean like even yeah. all my friends from New York that are in the music world are all moving to LA because 
I think it's just shifting. Yeah. Like the industry is so prominent there. And it's crazy to think because I used to like dream about living in New York when I was really, really young because all of my icons lived here and the music, the indie music world like was birthed yeah. here. Like the drums and like Blood Orange yeah. and Empress and Taishi and like all of these artists, you know, that I grew up loving are all from here. And now everyone's in LA. Yep. <laughs> so they've all moved. I weirdly ran into Taishi in LA. Really? And I was like, wow, this is so weird. You're like so New York to me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. And you're right. That probably is just, I don't know, with time and things shifting and shifting and yeah, life. Definitely. Um, what's one of your favorite parts of being a musician. I mean, you've been a musician now for probably most of your life. Yeah. <laughs> what's like, what's like your <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. What's like your favorite part of that? Hmm. For me, the live shows are really rewarding. They're like super rewarding because they feed like a lot of different parts of me um, all at one time. And it's just so fun to be able to like perform in front of people and to have them reciprocate that energy back and it's just there's something there's such a high about it and I think it's like proven I've been hearing a lot lately it's like it's definitely proven like that's like one of the highest highs you get is performing live on stage and mm -hmm. that's why a bunch of uh, musicians do drugs and stuff yeah no I, it's so true I mean it's I didn't really I like knew that and I've like read books and articles and interviews from musicians who say that but I think, did you see Gaga? I love Lady Gaga. Did yeah, you see Gaga's documentary on Netflix? Oh my gosh, I still haven't. You should see it. Okay, I'm going to go see it. she kind of explains that of how it being like, how you can go on stage and every, especially when you're like at the level of Lady Gaga. It's like yeah. insane. Everyone's just like obsessed, cheering for you, like it's nonstop. And then you like go home at the end of the day and just that kind of like, you're by your, you feel like you're by yourself, by yourself. Yes. And like the kind of crash from it all. And I actually, um, I'm giving you so much info about my new EP. I love, yes. <laughs> but I actually have a song called Turn on the Lights. And um, it's inspired. It's exactly about that. Wow. It was me playing at a show and feeling like once the lights were on, it was like such a high. It was like one of the best shows I ever played. It was at the Echo. I opened up for drama uh -huh. and it was sold out and the crowd was so amazing. It was just like such a high and then at the end of the night, like the lights go off and I was like having to pack all my stuff and I went home alone and my ride home was really dark. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, like this, why am I feeling so like low and lonely all of a sudden when just an hour ago I was like on top of the world and it's just such a weird disconnect to put yourself through and to... And, you know, it's, I guess it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not just it's you. It's not just me. But that's great that you could, you put that into a song. Yeah, it's literally called Turn On The Lights and it's about like wanting the lights to always be on and wow. never turn off. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And now I we get to know another song from your EP. Yep, okay. Yay. <laughs> I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, what other questions can I ask? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I, I like the secrecy of, of a full EP. I know, so. I'm being horrible right now, but I'm just so excited about it that I like want it out already. I know, I know. And you know, it's a little bit. We still have to wait a, a little. Yeah. A couple months. Not that, it's not that far. It's not that bad. And I'll, I'll tease stuff out. Okay. So. And will the music videos, both of them, be out before the EP? Um, like all right is coming out in a few weeks. Yeah, all That's right will before. definitely be out before. Um, I don't know yet. We'll okay, see. all right. Yeah, we'll I'll, see. I'll stop. 
<laughs> um, we'll what see. what type, what music are you listening to right now? We're almost we're we sadly are almost out of time. So Let's I thought see. I'd ask you what current music you're. Let's loving. go on Spotify. Okay. So I, well, late, Lana Del Rey just came out with an album that's so good. I was going to ask you if you loved it because it's. I, oh, you don't like it? No, no I'm obsessed. It's, <laughs> it's the only thing I've listened to in the past. I don't know. came out August 30th, I remember. Yeah. It's, I'm obsessed. But, I, but to me, it's very California. So I'm like, oh, you must <laughs> love, love it. I actually really love it. And um, Venice Bitch is like one of my favorites. Me too. It's like my, like one of my favorite. Like it's my number two from that, from it's that album. It's so good. But also um, she has another one. Oh, it's called, oh, it's Love Song. Yeah. Love Song is so beautiful. It's gorgeous. The yeah. chords in the beginning, it mm-hmm. just, you can almost like feel like the wind in it. It's just like. <laughs> it's so pretty. Yeah. Love Song my, is my other. And Cinnamon Girl is my my Cinnamon go-to. Girl is so good. I saw Banks on Sunday. Yeah. Here. Oh my God. I, I saw actually. I just yeah. stalked. <laughs> I was blown away by her. Yeah. I've never seen her live. I, I've never seen her live. I went to UCLA and she was, um, she was a part of the same club I was in. Really? I was kind of a nerd in college, but I was in like our campus events commission. Oh, that, so was I. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. High five. Pro-con. I was in my yeah, programs council. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> But she apparently was a part of it. And I think a few of the people that were in it during my time, like still knew her at the time. And so she'd always been like this, like big character that I've always heard about. And this was the first time me of me seeing her live. And I just didn't expect it. Yeah, <laughs> I like sort of thought that with her music, she was just going to be on a mic. Mm-hmm. It was going to be very like intimate maybe like somber yeah but she had dancers she had a no. crazy laser show oh. it was like she had um an orchestra a, no a string quartet come out it was just so theatrical yeah, and that's like, not what i would have imagined i feel like like the one thing i love about like the one thing i try to implement in my shows is like a constant surprise mm-hmm. like every other song a new element and i feel like she totally did that and i was just like how do I like memorize this whole thing yeah. and <laughs> implement it into my yes. set? Like it was really beautiful and fun. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Her dancers were amazing. Shout out to her dancers. I, I'm, I have, well, now have to like look up her live videos because it's yeah. the same. I, I assumed it was kind of just like a chill. Yeah. It was like so not chill. Wow. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, sadly, it's almost the end of the hour, which mm. just flew by. I know. But I want to thank you so much for coming and, thank you know, you making the trip me. while you were here. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy we finally got to meet me in too. person. Not just through Instagram. Yes. URL to IRL. Exactly. URL <laughs> to IRL. <laughs> thank you again. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This of was course. awesome.